Alright, good day to you all, my listeners. My name is Daniel Abalaji, and I welcome you once again, all from Nigeria, South Africa, and USA, and other countries listening to me right the way. Alright, before I continue in today's episode of Who Move My Cheese, my name is Daniel Abalaji. And please, if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, please make sure you do to Delight TV. Alright, Who Move My Cheese? Is a story that I believe will change you, will change your life paths. I mean, your life career. It has changed me. This story has once has changed me some years ago, and it has really turned everything around for me. God has used this story to turn everything around. All right, stay tuned with me as I bring to you the story behind the story by Kenneth Blanchard. I am thrilled to be telling you the story behind the story. Of who move my cheese because it means the book has now been written and it it is available for all of us to read enjoy and share with others this is something i've wanted to see happen since ever i first heard spencer johnson tell his great cheese story years ago before we wrote our book the one minute manager together all right i want to recommend you this very book the one minute manager Make sure you go and get it and read it. You can read it online and also you can get the hard copy. I remembered thinking then how good the story was and how helpful it would be to me from the moment. Alright, right to the story. What really brings this story safe? Yes, it was a gathering in Chicago. A gathering of an old student bring this story. Stay tuned and enjoy this story as I bring to your hearing. One sunny Sunday in Chicago, several former classmates who were good friends in school gathered for lunch. Having attended their high school reunion, a gathering in Chicago of an old student. Alright, stay tuned with me as I bring to you the full story. One sunny Sunday in Chicago, several former classmates who were good friends in school gathered for lunch. Having attended their high school reunion, the night before. They wanted to hear more about what was happening in each other's life. After a good deal of kidding no, and a meal, they settled in an interesting conversation, starting with Angela. Alright? Angela, who had been one of the most popular people in the class, said, life sure turned out differently than I thought it would when we were in school. A lot has changed. Oh my show. Mm-hmm. It certainly has. Nathan Hercode. Nathan bad down. They knew he had gone into his family's business, which had operated pretty much the same and had been a part of the local community for as long as they could remember. So they were surprised when he seems consigned. He asked, but have you noticed how we don't want to change when things change? Alright, have you really noticed yourself? Why you don't even change when things want to change? When things want to get better for you, why don't you want to change? In this story, you will learn how to change. Carlos said, I guess we resist changing because we are afraid of change. Why, do, why would you need to be afraid of change? Well, I also was afraid of change some, some years ago, but after hearing this story, I made my choice. I made the right choice of changing for going for change. You also need to go for change today. Alright, follow me. Carlos, you were captain of the football team, Jessica said. I never thought I would hear you say anything about being afraid. 
they all laugh. Ha 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 ha. As they realize that although they had gone, they all laugh as they realize that although they had gone off in different directions, from working at home to managing companies, they were experiencing similar feelings. Everyone was trying to cope with the, you know, with the unexpected changes that were happening to them in recent years, and most admitted that they did not know a good way to handle them. You are going to learn on how to handle the change this time around. Michael then said, I used to be afraid of change. When a big change came along in our business, we didn't know what to do. So we didn't adjust and we almost lost everything. Oh my show. That is, he continued, until I heard a very, very funny little story that you are hearing today that changed everything. How so? Nathan asked. Well, the story changed the way I look at change, from losing something to gaining something. And you are going to gain something today. And it showed me how to do it. After that, things quickly improved at work and in my life. At first, I was annoyed with the obvious simplicity of the story because it sounded like something we might have been told in school. Alright, but just listen to it. Follow it. Don't let it sound as something you have heard before. Alright? Okay? Then I realized I was really annoyed with myself for not seeing the obvious and doing what works when things change. When I realized the four characters in the story represented the various parts of myself, I decided who I wanted to act like and I changed. Alright? After us after me also hearing that story, I decided who I wanted to act like and I started acting like her always adapt to change. Okay, follow me. Later, I pass the story on to some people in our company and they pass it on to others and soon our business did much better because most of us adapted to change and like me, many people said, it helped them in their personal lives. However, there were a few people who said they got nothing out of it. Sure, they always be. Oh my goodness. The hidden knew the lessons and we already living them. Or more commonly, they thought they already knew everything and they didn't want to learn. They couldn't see why so many others were benefiting from it. Alright, I just want you to cool yourself down. Don't think you can learn something from this, my podcast, though. Eh? No, so whatever small thing you gain, just hold it tight. Ebam Viso Wosi. This podcast is not just ordinary, it's to help ourselves, it's to know, motivate ourselves. That's why it's Dream It, eh? a TV podcast for you. When one of our senior executives, that is Michael talking here, who was having difficulties adapting, said the story was a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Other people kid him, saying they knew which character he was in the story. Meaning the one who learned nothing new and they did not change. Guess what? That's him. <clears throat> so, what's the story? Angela asks. It is called Umu My Cheese. Oh my goodness. When I heard Umu My Cheese anytime, anywhere, I always feel happy because that's the story that really changed me. Are you my teacher listening to me? Are you my friend? Are you my brother? Are you my sister? That is the very story that changed everything about me. The story let me discover, made me discover myself. The story made me discover myself, and I'm very sure you're going to discover yourself today. Alright, follow me. The group laughed. Ha ha ha, I think I like it already. Carlos said, 
would you tell us the story maybe we can get something from it so are you asking me no you're not asking me i've already know volunteer i will tell you the story sure michael replied sure i'm going to tell you i'll be happy to it does not take long and so he begin and so i begin in my last episode or should i into little you really want me to hint you little on who move my cheese <clears throat> okay before i go today before i end this episode i will hint you the first part of who move my cheese i mean yeah you just one percent of who move my cheese and you know, so and i want you to feel cool with me don't rush in the next episode going to know we are going to continue but before i end today's episode hear this woman my cheese the story <clears throat> once long ago in a land far away there live four little characters who run through a maze looking for cheese to nourish them and make them happy two were mice named sniff and scurry and two were little people pin who were as small as mice but who look and acted a lot like people today their names were Hem and Haw. How does that sound? Hem. Sound like when you are tired, when you think you can't do it. And Haw. Hmm. When you are thinking, I should, I should give it a try. Yes, you should also give it a try. You should also give my next episode a try of listening to it. <clears throat> Alright. Due to their small size, it will be easy not to notice what the four of them were doing. But if you look closely enough, you could discover the most amazing things all right follow me don't go far you can see i didn't place any advertisement yes i purposely because i want you to enjoy this story every day the mice and the little people spend time in the maze looking for their own special cheese the mice sniff and scurry possessing simple brains and good instincts search for the hard neighboring cheese like as mice often do. The little two people, Hem and Haw, use their complex brain filled with many belief and emotion to search for a very difficult kind of cheese with a capital C, which they believe would make them feel happy and successful. Alright, as different as the mice and little people were, they share something in common. Every morning, they each put on their jogging suits and running shoes left their little home and raced out into the maze looking for their favorite cheese. The maze was a you know, labyrinth of corridors and chambers, some containing delicious cheese, but there were also dark corners and blind alleys leading nowhere. It was an easy place for anyone to get lost. Hmm. However, for those who find their way, the maze had secrets that let them enjoy a better life. Exactly. The mice which is Sniff and Scurry, use the simple trial and error method of finding cheese. They run down one corridor and if it's provided empty, they turn and run down another. They remember the corridors that had no cheese and quickly went into new areas. They make the change proper, they don't waste time. Sniff would smell out the general direction of the cheese using his great nose and Scurry would raise ahead. They got lost, as you might expect, of course, went off in the wrong direction and often bumped into walls. But after a while, they found their way. Like the mice, the two people, him and all, also used the ability to think and learn from their past experience. However, they rely on 
their complex brain to develop more sophisticated method of finding cheese. Sometimes they did well, but at other times, their powerful woman's belief and emotion took over and clouded the way they look at things. It made life in the maze more complicated and challenging. <sighs> Complicating. Nonetheless, Sniff, Scurry, Hem and Her all discover in their own way what they were looking for. They each found their own kind of cheese one day at the end of one of the corridors in the cheese station C. Don't forget, in the cheese station C. Every morning after that, the mice and the little people dressed in their running gear and headed over to cheese station C. It wasn't long before they, they each established their own routing. Sniff and Scurry continued to wake early every day and race through the maze. As you always wake early to run to your working place, to your office, to your business, to anywhere. You shall, you shall go out early in the morning. At least to go and make money. So, when they arrived at their destination, the mice took off their running shoes, tied them together, and hung them around their necks so they could get to them quickly whenever they needed them again. Then they enjoyed the cheese. In the beginning, Hem and Paul also raced towards Cheese Station C every morning to enjoy the tasty new morsel that awaited them. But after a while, a different routing set in for the little people. Marcel, that's another change for you, eh? Hem and Paul awoke each day a little later, dressed a little slower, and walked to Cheese Station C because they are, they are they, because they are in their comfort zone, so they, they, they feel reluctant. They knew where the cheese was now and how to get there, so they don't care about waking up early in the morning again. They had no idea where the cheese came from or where who put it there, or who put it there. They just assumed it will be there forever. Marshall. As soon as him and Paul arrived at Cheese Station C each morning, they settled and made themselves at home. They hung up jogging suits, put away their running shoes, and put on their slippers. They were becoming very comfortable now that they had found the cheese. This is great, Hem said. There is enough cheese here to last out forever. The little people felt happy and successful and thought they were now secure. Just as how you feel secure maybe in your new workplace or in your new business. You just have to know, be watchful. It wasn't long before M and Hall regarded the cheese they found at Cheese Station C as their cheese. It was such a large store of cheese that they eventually moved their home to be closer to it hmm. and built a social life around it. To make themselves feel more at home, Hem and Hall decorated the walls with saying and even draw pictures of cheese around them, which made them smile. As, you, as I read to you, just if you want to get a picture, you're going to visit my YouTube channel, though it may not be released today, but you're going to get it soon. So you have to just subscribe and turn on the notification bell. So once I'm releasing this podcast video, you're going to get it. He wrote on the wall, having cheese makes you happy. Hmm. Your cheese can be money, can be anything. So having that thing, yes, do make you happy. Sure. I continue. Sometimes, him and her would take their friends to see their piles of cheese at cheese station C and point to it with pride, saying, Pretty nice cheese. Oh, sometimes they share it with their friends and sometimes they didn't. We deserve this cheese, Hem said. We certainly had to work long and hard enough 
to find it. He picked up a nice fresh piece and ate it. Afterward, Ham fell asleep and as he often did, every night the little people would waddle home full of cheese and every morning they would confidently return for more. This went on for quite some time. After a while, Hems and her confidence grew into the arrogance of success. Soon they became so comfortable they didn't even notice what was happening. Marcel. So as times went on, Sniff and Scurry continued their routing. They arrived early each morning and Sniff and Scratch and scurried around Cheese Station C, inspecting the area to see if there had been any change from the day before. Then they would sit down to nibble on the cheese. One morning, they arrived at Cheese Station C and discovered there was no cheese. They weren't surprised since Sniff and Scurry had noticed the supply of cheese had been getting smaller every day. They were prepared for the inevitable and knew instinctively what to do. They looked at each other, removed the burning shoes they had tied to get together and hung conveniently around their neck, put them on their feet and laced them up. The mice did not overanalyze things. To the mice, the problem and the answer were both simple. The situation at Season C had changed, so Sniff and Scurry decided to change. They both looked out into the maze. The Sniff lifted his nose. Then Sniff lifted his nose, sniffed and nodded to Scurry, who took off running through the maze, while Sniff followed as fast as he could. They were quickly off in search of new cheese. Later that same day, M and O arrived at the Shea Station C. They had not been paying attention to the small changes that had been taking place each day, so they took it for granted their cheese would be there. They were unprepared for what they found. What? No cheese? Hem yelled. He continued yelling. No cheese. No cheese. No cheese. No money. No everything. No cheese. Marcel. As though if he shouted loud enough, someone would put it back. Happy. Instead of you to go for change. Who move my cheese? He rode. Ha ha ha. Who move your money? Who move your business? Who collect job from you? Marcel. Who move my cheese? He rode. Finally, he put his hand on his hips. His face turned red as he screamed at the top of his voice. It's not fair! It's not fair! See you in the next episode! See you in the next episode. Alright, in case you want to place your advertisement, please try to reach me on this number. I will be dropping right away. Alright, in case you want to place your advertisement, you can kindly reach me on my WhatsApp number with this number 081-6842-1702. See you in my next episode. Who moved my cheese? Who moved your cheese? Alright, if you want to know who moved it, see you. Join me in my next episode on Sunday. Bye.